0: Hey, this is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. Let's roll.
1: Six. And see, this week we can't even make the excuse about, well, it's a different oh, no. game. No, this no, is it's, D&D. No,
2: they would never... <laughs> This is never going to be
0: good. Do I have any
1: modifiers? That's okay. (laughs) We
0: do have a live show modifier that will add two points. (laughs) That's still a failure. Aw, damn it.
2: I can't wait to read my notes. I took half of them sober and half of them very drunk, so we'll see what happens here. (laughs) We're really bringing it to life here for everybody. I wanted to live that idea. I was very inspired.
1: Just real real method acting there. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's it. So, it's
0: apocalypse time. Again. Wow. Again. I've, it is kind of
2: old
1: hat at this point. Right? Like, again, really? It's it's only been a month. I mean, I, I find this relatable. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, You're there's not so wrong. many apoco- apocalypses. Apocalypse. <laughs>
2: Apocalypse. I like that. Yeah. Something like it that. Did, yeah. It does kind of, not to get too real about it, but it does kind of remind me of this whole like presidential regime that's happened. Like
1: again, a new, a new right. scandal. new We're never really not. Like, yeah. There's never not something blowing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think Justin just saying I'm going to roll to stop it is also very relatable. <laughs> and just like, I guess I I'm going to do something. I don't know what, but...
0: (laughs) I mean, and you know, though, he plays to his strengths, and I appreciate that. Taco using charm on the apocalypse, of course. (laughs) Right. Of course that's what he does.
2: I would have loved to see what would happen if he had rolled, like, a 20. Hmm. (laughs) They just get to hang out for the
1: rest of the hour. (laughs) They would have gone backstage and had some pizza, and that would have been the end of the episode. (laughs) There you
0: go. Good night, everybody. Five king cakes and a pizza. (laughs) What is that? A king cake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A king cake is, like... I, I feel like the ones I've had are, are kind of like the the texture of like a cinnamon roll. Like it's a dense kind of bready dough mm-hmm. and they, it's like this big cake and they bake a little baby in it. And whoever. It, what, what? whoever gets, Jesus. Hold on. It, it's, it's like a little Jesus. tiny plastic yeah. baby. <laughs> and whoever gets the piece with the baby in it is the king. This sounds terrible. <laughs> i can't be. i didn't know you never yeah. heard it's a, it's a
1: mardi gras tradition yeah it's a little plastic baby and it's supposed to be very good look oh no <laughs> this is a very mardi gras specific thing like i feel like it's it's gotten yes. more traction of people knowing about it i was gonna ask like is this Nolans based oh, yes no. yes
0: yes <laughs> and it's usually got at least the ones i've seen usually have like the icing with like the green and purple mm-hmm. and yellow like Glitter sprinkles, mm-hmm. like or sugar oh, sprinkles. Oh, is
2: that why Clint is
0: wearing that outfit? I have totally passed like
2: <laughs> the idea that it is Mardi Gras. That Mardi Gras has happened, yeah, or is
1: happening. Yeah, has, yeah. Happening. has happened. It is still what happening. year is it's it? Long. I think it- Mardi Gras is long. Like it, the actual celebrations in New Orleans are pretty long, and okay. then it ends on Fat Tuesday. Ah, oh, this coming Tuesday, which I think hasn't happened yet, or did it? I don't. I don't, I don't know. Time is a construct. <laughs>
2: I feel like it. Might have Mardi Gras is very long. <laughs> and we, so, oh, happy daylight saving, everybody! We are all oh my god, yeah, an hour shorter <laughs> than we should be. We're all losing time that none of us has in great amounts. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have all this to give. Why you got to
1: take an hour from me? <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was Mardi Gras when they were there, and. Clint which he mentions later okay. so like so we hear some of this out of order because we can't see what's happening so they don't tell us until later but um, and I also sent you guys that picture of what Clint <laughs> yes. was wearing because his costume apparently got not delivered by the USPS um, yeah. which of course never happens um, no, no. I've never had trouble with that but <laughs> uh, but he's wearing if you guys have not seen pictures it is a Mardi Gras themed suit like kind of diamond print in Mardi Gras colors a A hat, a sort of fedora and uh and when he came on stage, he was wearing like a purple sort of superhero mask so and he had a cane, so he basically looks like some kind of discount nineteen sixty six Batman villain, like maybe Absolutely. like the joker's roommate or something um <laughs> it's kind of I can only assume he was like
2: the marshal of the parade, right yeah like yeah. he must have led the whole thing.
1: Yeah, he that's kind it of even right if he wasn't to supposed to.
2: I'm sure people would see him be like, "You get in this car. You're the lead. We're going yeah.
1: wherever he goes. It's a parade." That man
0: obviously got a lo- had a baby in his slice of king cake.
1: <laughs> but anyway, but yes, it was. It's a very good look. It's quite. It is a lot of look, but it's a very mm-hmm. good look.
0: It's so much look, and it fits the theme of this episode very well. I would say. Yeah. Yes. Because um, as Taco tries to charm the apocalypse, somehow it doesn't work. um, Magnus (laughs) tries to rush out and um, Merle uh, uses his party points. He's into
1: it. Mm -hmm. He wants to go out with a bang. And I respect all of those choices very much. (laughs) Agreed. Well, Magnus makes a a good call just deciding to just start screaming for Estus. Just show Um, for
0: her. Yeah. (laughs) And she is hung over again. I can relate. Here's my question. So, uh-huh. Istas had a wine and cheese night for her godfriends, oh. But if they can't get drunk, why the wine? Can they get buzz? Because
2: sometimes it's just nice to
0: drink. But, like, would you drink non-alcoholic uh, wine? Like, helps.
2: I will drink wine without having a need to get, like blasted on it well yeah
0: i think most people drink wine without getting totally hashtag blasted that's not what i'm saying i, I guess if it was non-alcoholic wine it would be essentially grape juice but it wouldn't be very no, sweet no that's you know? not, not i, I mean that i game. think
1: i think we have to assume it maybe it was like a heart health thing like they had read that it was good for you so they were just <laughs> drinking it anyway. That's true.
2: you know a glass of wine is supposed to be equivalent to one hour at the gym so really
1: I'm not I sure if that's that true. <laughs> I'm going to you
2: know go ask Sydney McElroy <laughs> about that one. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure that is all not tweet. true. Let's <laughs> tweet That sounds like Hold some. Hold on, I'm uh, going to look it up right now. <laughs> very helpful bullshit. But yeah, I please. am pretty <laughs> sure I read it on Twitter, and Twitter has never lied to me. <laughs>
0: so. You're like, I'm fairly certain that GeoCities website that I read this on would not steer me wrong. Wine <laughs> equal workout. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, let's see.
2: There's a girl drinking wine while working out. That was me. Okay, done. Did you get an answer? No.
0: That's weird.
2: (laughs) There's 11 workouts using wine bottles instead of weights. I'll try that out. (laughs) No, this is not what I was looking for. This is fine. Twitter, damn it, you lied.
0: That's so weird that Twitter would lie to you like that. Everything is clearly...
2: Unassailable on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I do very much wish I had uh, solo chalices instead of oh just a solo so cups. Oh my god, That's the
1: best. <laughs> I do like the implication that the gods were going to have to do dishes otherwise, so they needed disposable cups. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, ain't, ain't none of that happening.
0: Oh, so who else was sure that pan had to be like when they described a person in the yard like (laughs) just kind of lying face down i was like please let that be pan
1: yeah and in like a bush wasn't it over a bush yeah yeah i I figured (laughs) it
0: was pan also
2: before that was confirmed. i sadly did not have that much foresight
1: but i did (laughs) know
2: what they were talking about i was like oh is Bacchus there and legit only reason I know the name Bacchus is from the magician. So thank you Sci-Fi <laughs> for giving me that slight edge which did not come to pass but
1: yeah, if I had not known it from mythology and the magicians, I would have known it because Jensen Ackles was uh Bacchus <laughs> for one of the Mardi Gras parades. Oh right. Wow. He's associated with
0: Mardi Gras. That's why I know that name.
1: So if I didn't have a previous association with Bacchus, I do now. <laughs> Got it. Got it got it
0: got it. No, I did not know you had such a Mardi Gras background. Yeah, why do I know so much about Mardi Gras? I don't know. I guess I just I love parties. <laughs> it's blowing my mind. I'm a I'm a party demo. That I believe. Thank you. You can you can trust me because I
1: tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> but we do find out that it, it was not Bacchus who turned Istis' nice evening with friends into a rager, clearly. Total rager. It was the god of parties, <laughs> Reggie Fitzpatrick.
0: <laughs> Fucking Reggie. Of course. Of course. Even his um, <laughs> his origin story is so good that he threw such a banger that upon awakening from his blackout, he was deified.
1: <laughs> That's the goddamn dream. <laughs> I
2: need to set my game up.
1: I did, I did like the brief riff that they went on um, about whether or not there were other things that you could do extremely well and yeah. just become gods and then the the, mm-hmm. the fake god names that they, they came <laughs> up with. Um, that was one of those like wow, these guys have been doing comedy together for a really yeah, long a really time long and they're really good at it. Those riffs.
0: Yo-Jo, was that the one?
1: Jo-Yo, God of Yo-Yos.
0: Yeah, Jo-Yo Fro-Yo-Jo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fro-Yo-Jo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so to get to Reggie... Of course, we gotta go to like party heaven essentially, so we're
1: like in. Yeah. Is it. I always get the astral and the ethereal planes. This is, uh, this is like the gods plane, so I think it's actually separate from the other ones.
0: Oh. Oh, right.
1: I think I should I was listening to that description and thinking that I should probably have drawn a diagram while Griffin was describing, (laughs) since this was when, you know, so Istis says, you've got to take Pan because otherwise your, Merle's powers are going to be on the fritz and he can show you where to go. Love it. And you have to go find Reggie. But then this is the first time Mm -hmm. that there's been any explanation of... Uh, like, how the planes are relative to each other in, like, a concrete kind of way. Yeah. And, I mean, I assume that maybe we're not supposed to take it totally literally, that the way that the gods access them and the way that they exist in some kind of multi-dimensional space or whatever is not, you know, I mean, it's not necessarily that simple, but but it does give us, this is our first chance to have, like, a visualization of their relationship to each other.
0: I imagine it almost like... Uh, who can even fathom how the planes all exist next to each other? Because even, like, if you think about in the Stolen Century when there was that one where the two planes had crossed into each other, mm-hmm. insane and really cool sounding. But yeah, I imagine the way that they describe it with the gods having the access to them. It's like if anybody – B, I I know you played it a bit – in World of Warcraft and you could go to the one – the cities that would have portals to all the other major cities – Uh, And you can just kind of like walk Mm -hmm. down and be like, well, I'm going to go to Orgrimmar. I'm just going to hop through here. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, to me, that's what it reminded me of.
1: Yeah, it's a hub world. Yeah,
0: but we got to go to party heaven. And of course, you got to, you got to get past the bouncer before you can get in there. I want to know what books he's reading, Mm. beauty dubs.
1: That is a good question.
0: I'm going to bet he's reading Discworld.
1: Ooh. I like Just
0: that. because that's what the planes the only make me thing, think of.
2: <laughs> that's that's more than fair. Um, also, you are a well-known flat earther, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this all makes sense. Um, Look at my research, everybody. <laughs> the only thing I've read in a hundred years is a uh, filthy, filthy fan fiction, mm. and The Outsiders, which is kind of <laughs> filthy fan fiction now. In my head. So that's all I have to go off of. I just assume he's pulled up his AO3 yeah. account and is like "No, that's just absolutely." A in. He's
0: holding the book, The Outsiders, but his phone is inside of it, so it looks like he's <laughs> reading about Sweet Pony Boy and all of his buds. But in fact, he's reading the dirty fanfic about Pony Boy and all of his buds. <laughs> <laughs> I just sort of assumed that he Pony was Pony Boy slash of
2: <laughs> Did you call him Johnny Cade? Cade. Johnny Cake. Isn't that his name? Johnny Cade. Isn't his name Johnny Cade? I thought it was Johnny Cade. I almost restarted. Re- oh, you've like you read call it him more Johnny recently Cake, than I but have. But his full name is Johnny Cade.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, I'm sorry. And what were you saying?
1: <laughs> I cannot help you with the outsider's discourse at all.
0: And? Yeah, no. <laughs> just kidding.
1: I just assumed that, like, this is a fantasy world, so he can't be reading fantasy. So he's reading... The fantasy world equivalent of fantasy which is probably just like normal world stuff so Tax he's reading returns. about like he's reading about people <laughs> going to costco or something well yes. like non-fantasy costco it, like just what if, if there was a costco, costco but it wasn't fantasy costco yeah <laughs> and they didn't sell magic items oh what god. if yeah. it was just like meat and what? cheese and wine
0: right he's like what if you could it's get a hot rotisserie chicken for five dollars oh my god <laughs> the dream I love the idea of him reading tax returns.
2: <laughs> ah.
0: Like, man, this is fascinating.
2: What happened next?
0: Ooh, you missed a line. I had to pay out. What bullshit is this? Oh.
1: How did they even get past Jerry? Oh, they convinced him. They convince he, um... him. Yeah, Magnus attempts to confront him <laughs> yeah. and rolls extremely badly and just Ooh. keeps getting thrown back, like, over <laughs> and over. The imagery of
0: him, like... Getting launched back to Estes's house is
1: hilarious. Oh my yes. god! And her just so like, "How's
0: it going?" <laughs> not
1: great. They have they have a maybe a weird track record with negotiating with people who are <laughs> trying to stop them from doing things. Yes, because uh, I'm not sure that that Taco like telling him, "Well, the apocalypse is going to affect you too," and that his go to one of his go tos was that all of your house plants will die, which I thought was an interesting choice. <laughs> Um, to make it hit home, but but he does roll a twenty, <laughs> I mean, so it works.
0: It does work. There, this happens so often in this episode. There are so many twenties in this
1: episode, yeah, right? That
0: more than usual, sh-
1: and some and some ones. So yeah, I actually have that in my notes
2: later about the one. Like, for sure, for sure, for sure. There were so many 20s. But I know later on, I'm like, I love when rolling a one is as good as rolling a 20. Like, the reaction <laughs> is as good. It's like, true.
0: Oh, I, I it. think it's because, like, a 20, you're like, ooh, yes, there. that's a great lucky roll. The best possible thing is going to happen. And rolling a one is like something equally as dramatic will happen, only it's going to suck. And that's also so entertaining. Uh-huh. Yeah. So getting past Jerry, though, I do wonder if Griffin has, like, any sort of loose plans for how they might get past these kind of obstacles like this,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I assume he thinks about it. I think you, you have to because yeah. if you don't have. But but I think that the the struggle of the DM is that you have, you know, five or six ways that make sense to get past something. And then whatever your players wind up doing is... <laughs> not remotely what you expected <laughs> right, right so there's yeah. only you know as prepared as you are you're kind of never prepared
0: he always handles it very well though for you know whatever they do come up with i just wondered just because of how like they never follow the same idea because even getting to the second yeah. <laughs> bigger wow. minotaur it's not yeah, they yeah. don't try to reason with them they're just like well let's just sneak past
1: this guy yeah don't skip completely past the crystal elevator because that's important thank you oh crystal thank elevator. you yeah yeah <laughs> And techno, girl from Ipanema. <laughs> oh my god! I, so I, good. I wrote down a note like, "Wait, Google this after you listen," and then I never did.
0: Mm. Um, but
1: it, you know, I'll just have to picture it in my mind. Wait, an actual oh. crystal elevator? Yeah, there was a crystal elevator between the two minotaurs. No, like you're looking up an actual no, crystal no, no, no. Elevator? I'm not looking up oh, okay. a crystal elevator. I've seen no. I've seen <laughs> glass elevators. I've been in, I've been in glass elevators. Girl from Ooh, Ipanema, brag. but techno.
0: Got oh, it. Honestly. Okay, that's what I wonder. And lives
2: at high class. King of Wall Street life and has been in many a
1: crystal elevator. (laughs) They weren't crystal. They're just glass. It's not that great. I don't really like glass elevators because I don't like heights. Mm. I don't like people looking at me while I'm in an elevator.
0: So that's my my problem. I like staring down people while I'm in a glass elevator like, yes, here I go. Watch as I ascend. Uh Uh-huh. Or... A reverse, here I come. You better start fucking running. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's just a fun way to, like, ride an elevator. <laughs> How do they oh, get into Reggie Town?
2: Oh, Well, the ba- do Merle yeah. and Magnus stealth right under him, which I thought was a great idea. It's a great and idea. And then Taco decides to minimize him minimize Mm -hmm. this gigantic minotaur because he can't and this was this is so sad and sweet oh right never go to the party because he's too big to fit through the door and dr's like it's your turn now you can party too it makes him small enough (laughs) that he can also just ditch out his job like we
1: all dream of doing and just joining the fucking party Except that's not what happens because then Taco uses this wand of switcheroo so that the Minotaur goes into the party and then gets switched with Taco, Sof who then slipping. goes into the party. <laughs> Which so was close so... and yet so far. Although he could have come after them at that point. Exactly. Did, so
0: that's what I, I love thought. it because it's so unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great.
1: At that point, he was just tired because Taco had been sitting there with a giant book of spells. Like, hang on a second, I have to figure this <laughs> out. <laughs> Also a very good visual.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> and you guys, Reggie Town has everything. Garol's here, Daft Punk is here, a bump Lake is her here. Mind. I'm loving Reggie Town. <laughs> this is my party. Mhm. Yeah,
1: I figured that uh, was the one uh, fountain that
0: has
2: all flavors, which I immediately thought of Disney World's World of Club Coke. Pool.
1: Wasn't it a sandwich fountain though? He did yeah. say it was a, sandwich, a sandwich fountain. Phone. Yes. So it's, it's yes. all different kinds <laughs> of sandwiches. Everything.
2: Yes. I I assume that is my visual is so that the only thing I can get to that is close enough to it in my reality is the Disney World World of Coke fountains where you can get all the different flavors. So that's where I go to
1: to imagine what a sandwich fountain might be. But yeah, now I assume that you were going to be. Uh, personally targeted slash extremely excited when basically Daft Punk is there.
0: Hell yeah, you know it. I mean, all of, obviously, it all sounds great anyway. You're like, great, we're in party heaven. This is perfect. And then he described two robot DJs. I was like, of course my boys are here. They are basically party gods. <laughs> They're the ones who anointed me to a party demigod. So uh-huh. I have to, in my time here on this earthly realm, I have to just make them proud of me. Mm-hmm. And you do every day. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, I do my best. Uh, But so we have Staven, the bartender. Is that his name? Yes, (laughs) Staven. It sounds even funnier when you say it. Uh, And he's offering (laughs) everybody some brosia, which Taco does take. Because I feel like Taco's thinking like I am. Like, if you're going to do Reggie Town, you got to, like, get into Mm -hmm. it.
1: Yeah, like, brief sort of semi-serious moment. I shout out to Travis for deciding that Magnus was going to say that he didn't drink. That he doesn't just say no to the Ambrosia, but that that Magnus, for whatever reason of his own, does not drink. Because it's nice to hear that. Like, there's this Mm -hmm. party scenario and that one of the characters decides that they don't actually want to drink alcohol because uh, I don't drink either. So I appreciated that from Travis. Yeah. My literal notes are, Taco lives that Bailey
2: life Mm -hmm. and drinks whatever is put in front of him. Amen. Magnus is more of a Kern and abstains, and that is also totally (laughs) cool. Those I don't my word it. for it's word perfect. notes. <laughs> well, I
0: was half in the bag <laughs> taking notes. Well, you were half in the bag <laughs> taking notes. Yeah. Me also I was at a rooftop party, not taking notes at all, just drinking whatever was put in front of me. Exactly. You totally nailed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the point where it starts to look like the plot of this episode in terms of so they're in Reddy Town, they have to do something, right? Like we know whatever is going on, like there's going to be some kind of you have a task to do in this space that griffin has provided for you and at this point i'm like is it really going to be that they have to party hard enough they just have
0: to exactly i totally thought the same thing like
1: how good is that
0: Like, you guys just have to come up with a way to make this the ragingest rager.
1: <laughs> did you guys get the joke? So, Merle takes off his shirt to try to liven up the party, and he has a tattoo, that the belly tattoo that says California, and they say it's timely. I did not understand this joke. I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't it either. I just assumed I didn't Clint get it got
2: a tattoo that said California
1: across his belly (laughs) i thought it might have been some celebrity that i was not um keeping keeping tabs on who had done this um i don't know i mean i don't think it i don't think it matters because merle's gets a four on on a charisma check so Mm -hmm. i assume at that point that it's just badly written on in sharpie like by him (laughs) right Um, which as an Um, image is funny without any context is it a scene in the new captain marvel movie that i have yet to see uh, they, it was not out when they, when they recorded this episode. Wow. So unless they are somehow time travelers, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They might be though. Let's let's face some facts
0: here. <laughs> I'm quiet because I'm googling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding belly tattoos that say California, but I don't know why. Why is this the thing? Who's who started this? <laughs> oh. Okay, it might be Adam Levine's tattoo.
1: Oh, okay, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, that makes sense. The timing-wise makes sense. I did not watch the Super Bowl. I was busy. Oh,
0: no, I didn't either. I was like, "Wait, why does it make sense timing-wise?" You that. Yeah, yep, you're yeah, right. I was I busy. Bet that that's it. And
1: I missed I missed everything. I was only hearing about anything secondhand, so I think I think that was I think that was the reference. And now we're going to sound like like we cannot, be like we bothered. have no clue what's going on in reality. But I care a lot more about D and D than the Super Bowl, and <laughs> I,
2: I Amen, embrace that. Amen, sister. Also, you said Adam Levine, and I saw it in my brain Adam Devine, and that made a lot more sense to me <laughs> that he would have a
0: California tattoo across his belly. <laughs> so there we go. Now we know that that's why you come to this show to to for us to do that hard hitting journalism. <laughs> And bring you the answers. I don't love everybody. Also, wine is totally equal to an hour of workout. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) That's right. You get your uh, health facts. You get your celebrity goss. You can absolutely trust us. We're still more responsible than Goop. That is 100% true. If you have to trust either us or Goop, please come to us. So I am proud of the fact that Merle taking off his shirt does... Amp the party up a little bit,
1: cause Taco, them all standing around dropped it. Yes. they have to try to make it goes, it make goes the... from a f- it goes down to a four point five, I think, and then back up to a five. So they get <laughs> back half up a, to a half five. a party point, just for his commitment. Uh, so th- does Merle just not have
0: a shirt on for the rest of this?
1: Oh, oh, God. He doesn't he ever say puts he puts it back, it back on. <laughs> he never puts it back on. I guess not. He's just so. he's shirtless this entire <laughs> Guys, time. Guys, I have to
2: take a re-listen now. I will be back in an
0: hour. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Everybody pause here. We'll be back. So I think that means in one of the upcoming live shows, it's t- Taco's going to have to go topless because so far the other two boys have done it. That's true. In
1: each in a live show. But yeah, it does, it does bring the party level up some. And then... It takes a what wi- There's a fairly long walk around to it, but Magnus winds up summoning a me- magical jellyfish. Yeah. Summoning the void fish. Um, just to, which, and I was kind of like, I wrote down on my notes, like, you cannot, I was starting to write, you cannot use a void fish as an iPod. But then he rolls. And so the rest of the line just says, apparently you can with a nat 20. <laughs> I guess so. I will say I'm offended on
0: behalf of Daft Punk that LMFAO was the chosen music to uh, get the parties uh, really amped
1: up. <laughs> well, I guess they were already there. So if you had to, you just had to mix it up some, maybe, I don't know.
0: You know what? Yeah. That's a very good point. I think uh remixing Party Rock Anthem, which is a banger, I feel like a Daft Punk remix on that could be, Ooh. I mean, that would do it. That would amp up your party. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes.
2: A Daft Punk remix as sung by Voidfish. I yes.
0: mean. Well, and Taco, Taco brings out the, the, the anti-gravity, anti-gravity <laughs> spear. So good.
2: Kill some angels. It's totally worth it.
0: Get some. It's worth it. They're fine. They're angels.
2: I say they're angels. Well, so where are they going to go? <laughs> LOL. they
0: reappear. It's fine. They show up. Kravitz is like, oh, what did he do now? <laughs> can we go back <laughs> now they gotta wait in
2: line again they're super pissed <laughs> like,
0: <God damn. laughs> took us a millennia to get here is the and is the anti-gravity is that enough to get reggie to show up yes it's... reggie okay. does, then,
1: does then show up because everybody is enough in the groove reggie so is, I... is an incredible character and i really really wish that we could have seen griffin doing that absolutely i don't know what he was doing but i wanted to see it
0: Right, there were so, you, there were just moments where you're like, man, there's a lot of good visuals happening in this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say, I picture um, Reggie as uh, Party Pete from Regular Show. So <laughs> I kept wanting that to be his voice. I wanted him to talk like this, yeah, and gosh. he didn't, but that's okay. I, it's still in my mind and in my heart, he's just straight up Party Pete. I love
2: it. I saw him as uh, Josh Hoberman from The Magicians once again.
0: You love The Magicians. I really do, you guys. <laughs>
2: it's a great show. Y'all,
0: if you're not watching The Magicians, I get it. on it. It's great. All right. I concur that it is a great show. Well, now I gotta. Now we can start mm-hmm. a Magicians podcast. <laughs> Yay! I would would love this. No we'll have a Magicians podcast. Justin and I are going to do a Oak Island podcast. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna do a supernatural one with Travis. Love it, yes. Perfect, Britt. You and Griff find something to do a show about. Uh, we'll figure that out. You'll know it when you you, it'll the time will hit and you'll be like once we're both over our
2: our godlike hangovers, we will
0: for sure figure this out. Perfect, yeah. So Party Pete shows up, and I think that's the end. That's (laughs) it, because Taco quits the Trishonia boys to stay there. (laughs) He makes his <laughs> which decision. I totally respect and agree with. Yeah, Taco and Merle want to stay, and uh, who could blame them?
2: Well, Magnus brings up the very important point that the real world is where all of his stuff is, which is often a thought I have when going places. <laughs> and I'm like, this is great, but man, all my stuff is back home. I should probably go back there,
1: live out of a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and you were going to say something? Oh yeah, so Reggie, I- I'm not. This is an interesting tactic. So, like, they know that they need to summon the party god by partying hard enough, mm-hmm. and then he's kind of like the boss, right? As far as they know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And their their go to is to tell him that he partied too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like this is clearly not going to end well, right? I mean, I mean, I don't know what what else you're gonna say. I mean, I guess once you know it's going to be a boss fight, probably you know you shouldn't really worry that much about taunting them because it's not going to make a difference. Sure. Um, but in fact, like, it does, it does tick him off, and then the angels who are dancing are all, like, spooky and controlled with cracked glowing mm-hmm. faces, which is yeah very unsettling. Very. Uh, except then we almost immediately find out that Reggie is, in fact, not the bad guy, because He's it not. attacks him first. Yeah. huh That
0: did surprise me, and my note here says, wait, is Daft Punk the true party gods? Which, I mean, the answer, obviously, like I said before, <laughs> is Yes.
1: They are. Yeah, it seems to be at least that this boombox, this golden boombox that yeah. that uh not Daft Punk are are using, yeah, uh, is is what's controlling the angels that it's somehow so it's like oh okay so that's that's important this object yes
0: because then do they like they like throw Reggie right like they throw him into yeah. the, the bar
1: yes uh, and and all all three of the the gentlemen who are playing. Managed to get a really good <laughs> riff on that. Oh
0: no, I don't remember.
1: <laughs> so they all
2: get their angel jokes in. So yes, well, uh, yeah, they yeah. get so don't blink, which oh, is angels don't blink. from Doctor Who. They have just yeah. a slop like one of us, which of course <laughs> is from uh, the song that I can't think of the name of. And it looks like us. the rhythm... Yes. Yes, thank you. That was Justin, got in there. Um, and looks like the rhythm was going to get it <laughs> yeah. From Travis, their yes. three excellent riffs.
1: Just absolute pros. And then Magnus decides that it's time for a dance-off, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's how we're <laughs> going to solve this. Because they're being attacked by... I mean, if you're, if you're being attacked by dancing angels, I guess that's a logical conclusion. Right. Maybe dance-off. Uh, and I would argue, tra-
2: again, Magnus keeps trying to use strength for his pluses where there is a performance thing like that's where there dancing is, yeah. would go yeah you can't keep using strength stuff. my strong baby i'm so sorry
0: you can't punch you can't everything strong dance madness.
2: exactly unless you're Not doing everything. zumba mm. and even then that's a little bit of a stretch
1: well, I mean, it clearly, it wouldn't have worked anyway. I don't think he could. There was no dancing that was going to de-escalate the situation. It's
0: true. It can only, dancing
1: can only escalate a situation.
0: And in this situation, <laughs> instead, it's fight night in Reggie Town. <laughs> Is this where um, Daft Punk...
1: Not, oh, almost, not, not quite, because Merle gets sucked into the orb. Magnus pulls him out with the grappling oh, yeah. Taco <laughs> tries to get a job. <laughs> As yeah, usual. Of course. And then uh Magnus uses the um it's not water. It's behind a par like there's a there's a seltzer spray. The, yeah, there's like a uh, the nozzle. Of, it comes yeah. it comes out with a lot of force. Like my my family had a restaurant and I've I've used it. It it's it's pretty powerful. Oh, um, have you used it to yeah. um calm people down Too. I have not. I have not sprayed any dancing angels <laughs> with the sprayed an seltzer orgy spray, of no. angels. I only used it to make uh to make cherry smash. But uh <laughs> <laughs> wait, now what is that? Um, cherry Smash is a a soda, I guess, so it's like seltzer and then um, cherry syrup, but the Cherry Smash syrup doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Uh, I, I think know. maybe there's like one restaurant supplier you can buy it from, but um, it's an old like cherry syrup that, um, so like you, you know, you used to go to get a soda, there was a soda fountain and they would yeah. mix it for you as opposed to like <laughs> getting it from a, from a bottle or um but Coke apparently bought the recipe because they didn't like the competition oh. and then refused to make it. Oh. So there's like there's yes. another version apparently that's basically the same, but I haven't had it since the eighties. And it's it's a really specific cherry flavor. Like it doesn't it mm-hmm. doesn't really taste like anything else. It kind of tastes like a really, really sweet Shirley Temple, but not quite it's it's a different flavor. It's more like a black cherry. Um mm-hmm. it's hard to describe. Um yeah, so I haven't I haven't had one in a long time, but we used, you know, to, and used to make those. You know and I bet it exists in Kepler. We I was to about it. to say the <laughs> same yes. thing, uh, sisters. <laughs> it probably does. I think cheer wine is the closest um it's like somewhere between cheer wine and and a like a big red maybe. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a richer cherry flavor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to describe. But I but I have used the seltzer spray and it does like it's got a kick. I mean it's it's strong stuff. Um, but no, mm-hmm. I have not used it against angels. And if I had, I probably would not have rolled a nat twenty and knocked like half of them out. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I bet uh, you could have. Right. I, I wish you would have tried at least once, sand so we could get that that real. Yeah. Life feel. I mean, I feel like I would have gotten in trouble with my great uncle if I'd done that, but. <laughs> But yeah, so they, and they have to, uh, the Daft Punk, I feel like there's a, there's a good faux Daft Punk pun name in here somewhere that I have not thought yeah. of. I know there's a good one, like, but not faux punk, like. Right. Paft dunked. There we go. <laughs> I don't think of it in like three days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but so they have to crank up, they have to crank up the boom box to compensate and then it starts smoking because they've right. basically broken it. And that's when they take their their helmets off and we get to see the big reveal because that part of the gig is up
0: the music changes and reggie town keeps getting better because listen okay so these (laughs) fuckers are back and yes edward and lydia totally suck but they always bring it and they are likened to jesse and james who i love so i mean Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
2: i love the taco always, uh, even unwittingly, wants to join up with Edward and Lydia. I'm telling
0: you, it's
2: this. <laughs> Taco and I both have problems. I think
0: that's very apparent. <laughs> I mean, a total damnation, but is also a party. <laughs> One of these times, maybe the episode where he goes topless, he's going to end up joining up with these two. Here is my question, and maybe this is, uh-huh. um, this is just kind of like a, did anybody consider this? Wouldn't you think Edward and Lydia would be like, they died, of course, uh, yeah. in the fight in Wonderland. Loop nailed some shit to the wall. So, like, wouldn't they be able to then, like, find
1: their brother and be fine? Oh, right, their third brother. Yeah.
0: <gasps> I forgot. Uh, so that oh, was well, just like... I guess...
1: I mean, I guess not because they get sent to the astral plane, but it was apparently, like, I mean, you know, time probably doesn't work the same way. Um, when you're talking about like dead people, I think, I think that's, mm-hmm. that's a fairly justifiable concept. So they're there during the attack by the hunger and escape. So I, I think, I think that, you know, if they were the only ones who escaped, right? Like, I mean, cause you were supposed to have enough time in the astral plane to kind of forget about whatever it was that was bothering you when you were alive. And I think they weren't there long enough, mm, but so I don't think they were like a peace when they were dead, I don't know. That was what I suspected, but yeah, I just wondered because I was like, because like
0: if he was in the astral plane too, if Keats was, then I would be like, oh, why didn't you just go? Why, why didn't you just go find your brother, and like be happy? But maybe, maybe they were going to the prison, and then he wouldn't oh. have yeah. been there, and they'd be like, I don't want to go to the Kravitz's jailhouse.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Yeah, leave, I, I think so. you have to assume that not everybody has the same experience in the astral plane. Especially if they did pretty terrible things while they were alive. Right, they did
0: do some shitty things. You were a right asshole. Yeah. Okay. I. That's yeah. That's the theory. I think works well. Is that even though Keats is there, they wouldn't have been able to see him. So instead, they're like, okay, yeah, let's break out mm-hmm. and become gods. Which I, you know, can't fault him for that. That's a good
1: secondary plan, really. Yeah. <laughs> I did like their, their self-criticism of the Wonderland plan, of it, of it, that it was mean and it accomplished very little. <laughs> They're just like, in hindsight, yeah. what was the point of that? <laughs> yeah. On second thought. I mean, I had, I had never thought about that. I just, I just enjoy that, um, that degree of self-awareness. Of, <laughs> right. Um, that it, it, mm-hmm. it is very difficult to come up with villains who are, do, who are necessarily doing something that, that seems like a really good use of their time.
0: Yeah. And now it's uh, fight time? It is it's well, fight time. it's, it's technically dance dance time. time.
2: Oh yeah. What dances do you think Taco was doing? He's definitely <laughs> doing some
1: popping and locking. Mhm. Uh definitely flossing because just concepts. <laughs> that is I said I assume Taco was flossing. Like he, he must be. There's no there's well, no two ways about this. And it is like the effect of this spell, which I had heard of before. It is it is supposed to be like uncontrollable and really stupid and funny. Like it's not it's not supposed to be good dancing. Got like it's it. not mm-hmm. just that you're dancing in a manic way, you're dancing in an embarrassing way. I <laughs> see. I mean Taco can probably make anything look good, you know, even if uh-huh, it's a spell, Absolutely. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what I kept thinking throughout this whole fight. Anytime he was doing firing off spells and stuff, I was like, you know he looks dope. Oh, like right. I might be dancing, but also eat this. I was
2: super surprised that he could do spells whilst dancing. I guess he
1: is just that good that like he could add it into. Yeah, his well, flourish. I mean, it's not a motion. Yeah, so.
0: Because yeah, yeah it's that like he can't know. like go anywhere. Like he couldn't like run to Magnus. Yeah, you do,
1: you lose movement, so okay. you can't you can't mm-hmm. like move in the field of battle I see I see but yeah I guess you can cast spells I I think that I think that makes sense because otherwise it would it would have completely incapacitated him which doesn't seem like it would have been very interesting yeah
2: it would not have been interesting but like that is how d &D works so yeah I feel like
0: yeah Brittany we're not playing D&D here (laughs)
1: How long have you been listening to this show? (laughs) (laughs) You cannot rules lawyer them. It's not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) They're just not going to listen. I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to keep
2: getting shot down. But I can't I can't not live my best life. Taco is
1: so good that he can moonwalk and fireball at the same time. And I mean, I a thousand
2: percent believe this. And I was willing to give him that again. He's a level fucking like 28 wizard at this point. He can do whatever.
0: Yeah, I was confused when Merle wants to use the, and this happens later, but when he wants to use
1: the level nine spell, I was like, what level are they? Um, are they seven by the end of the, Maybe. I don't know, no. someone, someone Very, would know this. they got to be
2: way higher. I don't know. Because hmm. they would take on like two levels at a time. And yeah, by the I'm, end, I'm I sure. thought they were all like at least a level 20.
1: Hmm. By hunger time. I'm sure this is on the internet but I do not know it offhand because mm-hmm. I worry very little about the rules of D&D when I listen to The Adventure Zone, apparently. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I just wondered when he couldn't mm-hmm. cast it. No, it, I, no like, I had oh. that same, like, Interesting. Boy, you gotta be there. I mean, yeah, I thought. Okay, so they're fighting with the angels primarily, but then Magnus, <laughs> oh, right, because he, he's going after Edward, of course.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Merle, Merle summons Della Reese. Oh, right. She's not in the, initially already interested in the, the Angel Dance Squad, yeah. which was
0: incredible. Yes, she's already footloose and over on the on the dance floor <laughs> with her glow sticks, <laughs> and she does do some damage. She does. Yeah.
2: She moshes. She moshes harder against the other angels. She's like, I guess I'll do yeah. my job and yeah. get the party on at the same time.
0: Help out a little bit. Have,
1: have you ever been in a mosh pit with somebody larger than you? It is not that hard to do damage.
0: <laughs> I have not. I've been next to mosh pits and like looked upon them. Yeah. <laughs> similar <laughs> to like that elevator, elevator business. Yeah. Yes. Um. But no, I've not been within a mosh pit. I I have
1: uh <laughs> and I am not Delores so I don't particularly recommend it. It's fair. It's fair. Um, it's fairly like it's 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 fine as long as you are not in a mosh pit with people who are bigger than you and then it uh gets pretty dangerous pretty fast. So yeah. this is this is believable. <laughs> this is very hazardous. <laughs> Although it was not a news flash to me that Griffin has never been in a mosh pit. No. Can you mosh at, like, a Mumford & Sons concert? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you really believe, you can mosh it at any concert.
2: I mean, when they bust out that banjo? I think so. Yeah, that's
0: true. I think you could do it. Yeah, I feel like the last mosh pit I was... I think I've only been at a couple shows that had them. But uh, when we went to see uh, Death Clock in Chicago, there was, like... Oh, yeah. We were kind of... There was, like, a little... I don't know. It was kind of, uh, like, levels. Like, there was a little yeah. level up from, like, the floor. Um, just uh-huh. a little bit. It was just a couple feet higher. Um, but so we were, like, right at the edge of that so we could look down into where people were moshing. And that was pretty mild. Like, nobody was, like,
1: really thrashing about in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have not been at, like, a death metal show. It was, like, more mild moshing, if that's yeah. a thing. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, for a mild mosh experience <laughs> where are we in this fight yeah yeah I'm trying to find it Um, the fights are always the hardest to uh, yeah to like talk through because then it's like I don't know people do moves it's awesome mm-hmm.
1: yeah so the the, the Della Reese is attacking inside the orb which is doing some damage but then uh, it goes after the Angel Dance Squad, as they call it, goes after uh, Merle, but Magnus uses Protection Fighter, Love so it. nothing happens there. Uh, and then right Reggie Reggie jumps over the bar in one smooth party motion, <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly it's a, a foam party now. Oh, yeah.
0: Of course.
1: <laughs> and Magnus grabs his shield to slide oh, yeah. across the foam on it and bowl over as many angels as possible, which works. <laughs> Uh, And then because he's got 5 million attacks, that's when he goes after Edward with the flaming, raging, poisoning sort of doom.
0: Hell yeah. I also liked that not only were Edward and Lydia aware of like, hmm, Wonderland was kind of weird. Like, that was a weird choice, huh? I I like their awareness about that. And Edward's awareness after getting hit by this giant, poisoning, raging, flaming sword being like, hey, Lyd, maybe we... Don't maybe we stop.
1: <laughs> she's like, no 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 no, we're good, we're good. Yeah. I liked it. Like by the time the guy shows up with like an ultima weapon, you're like, oh, uh, like, maybe not ooh, though.
0: <laughs> this is new. I like it. When did you get it?
1: Mm-hmm. Also,
0: maybe let's let's leave and not do those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a point she almost I forget what happens to her that she's like, eh, maybe we should leave. I forget. Oh
1: Merle Merle attempts to banish her. Oh yeah. Uh, but it doesn't work. <laughs> I like that he tried to send her to refuge. And I'm like, what were you thinking? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, (laughs) just figured the people there were going to kick her ass, I guess. I don't know. He's like, you know what? I like the idea of
2: separating the twins. Yeah. And letting her, like, she will get there and be like, you know, this is the life. Like, this is going to be my rustic. She's going to get her big skirt on Mm -hmm. and, you know become a hearty peasant woman and it's gonna be great
0: <laughs> I love the I've decided
2: the... refuge is no longer
0: just a western town Yeah, it's okay... like 1800s apparently it's like dust farm kind of town you're just uh...
2: <laughs> we're in the dust bowl we,
0: we do our best here <laughs> she's just dirty all the time for some reason they're like we have water no no <laughs> She's just constantly dusty, pig pen style.
2: Always dust. Always has like a big kind of bushel on her hip. Just like constantly carrying something. Some of those on her stone hip. fruits or whatever. So she can feel that feel. Yeah.
0: Yes. Someone draw this. <laughs> Do it, somebody. That was almost her future. But I also okay to continue on this. Uh, <laughs> to really just not leave this a uh, made up uh, premises for Lydia, I, I like to imagine then as she's living her pig pen lifestyle in refuge, and she's like friends with all the town folk now. Uh, and then Kravitz shows up, and he's like, "There you are! I this why would he have sent you here? I couldn't find you. I've been looking. You got to come back. <laughs> Get over here. That is the perfect place to hide. He I'm never thinks to look there. He's like, son of a, you got me,
2: Merle." <laughs> She's super, it's the best witness protection Merle ever didn't think of.
0: <laughs> just accidental witness <laughs> protection for Lydia. It's just a pain in everybody's ass. <laughs> but that's not her future. That doesn't happen. It's not. Come back with us to this present. Instead, she
1: turns pan against the whole team. Yeah, yeah because Taco has dispatched the imminent danger of the mind-controlled boombox boombox controlled angels um by casting oh, yeah. silence so genius inside this orb they're in. so smart but now they've got to fight pan now they've got to fight pan i was interested that when the the um the boombox was dispatched that they switched to an ipod because mm-hmm. i was surprised they didn't go Zune. i thought they were they, gonna go zoom. yeah
0: i wonder if it's because they're villains <laughs> oh could be i don't know. I,
2: Did, like, it was a first-generation iPod, though, correct?
0: Yeah, it was that.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay, good.
1: I guess it's the logical progression, like, the first level of progression from Boombox Mm -hmm. is to iPod rather than Zune, because the Zune was later. That's true. So maybe that was was
0: why. Maybe.
1: Like, the evolutionary scale of controlling people's minds with music. (laughs) Uh.
0: (laughs) They could have had one of those, what were, like, hit clips, and they were those tiny little, like...
2: do you remember and it would hold
0: like a song it was just a song so you'd be (laughs) like I love Hit Me Baby One More Time I'm gonna buy a hit clip and that's all this little tiny thing plays I think that's what those are. That's basically what I
2: consist off of now. Like, I will just listen to the <laughs> one song on Spotify over and over and over
1: again. I'll send you a hit clip. Thank I you. would have gone pocket rockers, but <laughs> is that
0: what they were? They might be the <laughs> same. No, thing. pocket
1: pocket rockers were pre hit clips. Pocket rockers were like kind of. It's basically a tiny Walkman. I guess would be the most accurate description of them. Uh huh. Uh, the, the video, the, uh, like video ads for them are pretty incredible, but yeah, they were extremely expensive and really, really impractical and could really, I think they could play an entire song, but you had to like flip it over to get it to play both halves or something like that. It was really bad. <laughs> Fucking it was it. really the bad. It was, like, it was like 20 bucks for one song. It was really bad. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. I just looked them up. I want one only because this aesthetic is
1: is yeah so beautiful it's extremely 80s extremely oh i love it everybody go look
0: up a pocket rocker also i like that name (laughs) doing it right now
1: well the whole song was like they did um they had a song in the ad that was what's the down on the corner i think is the name of the song but they did it like down on the the corner out in the streets pocket rockers are playing (laughs) i think it was hear the music feel the beat not the other way around but might have been the other way around. I'm not sure. Amazing. <laughs> but that was their, they ran this, this ad campaign, like, <laughs> relentlessly, <laughs> enough to make it seem like a good idea. Um, But only if you could talk your parents into spending that kind of money on this stupid thing.
0: Oh, yeah. They, they're from, like, the 80s. I was yeah. imagining I was the say, 90s. This is
1: rural. No, nah, this was way before anybody would is have that had Tiffany? access to that kind of stuff.
0: That's all I'm listening to right now anyway. Oh, my God. Get a pocket <laughs> rocker. I totally want one. They're so cute.
1: I, that's
2: all I need that's all i need that was
1: before griffin's time
0: (laughs) i'm gonna look up (laughs) that's true griffin and i are the babiest of all of of everybody this show and their show combined he's slightly babier than me hit clips let me see if i got that name (laughs) right hell yes Okay, yeah, because so Hit Clips I were remember like, those. yeah, they were late 90s. Apparently they went into 2004. Who was still oh buying my, a wow. Hit Clip in 2004? If you did, tweet at us. <laughs> I would love to interview you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, God, I was going to say, um,
0: Lucretia was the one. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> so, back to our music podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so pocket
1: rockers, hit clips. Yes. They go straight, and now iPod. They're controlling Pan. First gen iPod Uh, controlling Pan, yes. And then he. And Pan attacks them with like a giant wall of thorns. Yep. But traps them inside like a dome of thorns, which clearly they were having difficulty understanding since Travis was like. I'm going to flex so hard it breaks, but I... has to, like, <laughs> doesn't understand that he has to walk up and, like, like ram his pecs into it and then try and do this. No, I'm totally with, I was totally with him, though. The way Griffin
0: described it, the fact that, because yeah. it, it sounded almost like it, like, to, in my mind, it had wrapped around Yeah. Tra- uh, right. Magnus and Taco. Yeah, that it was,
1: like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think this, I was a little confused the first time, the second time I got it. But, you know, I mean, in in a live show like this, it's hard to Mm -hmm. um, to stay up to date. And I mean, I, I... I am very entertained by this as a possibility that Magnus just thought this was going to work anyway, <laughs> that he could right. just show off and, you know, his muscles enough that it was going to do something. <laughs> and that this is nearly the thing that does his character in mm-hmm. in an extremely non-canon fashion. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so good how he is
2: bloodied. Oh my God. And oh my I, I meant to write it down, but I didn't. But like, I feel like. I love in these live shows where Magnus gets so close to just destroying canon, like, dying there.
1: <laughs> this is what happens when you act like you're invincible. Mm-hmm. It's an important R. life I lesson. This is our after-school special from the Adventure Zone. Like, I've seen the end,
2: and you've heard about multi the multiverse, my friend. You don't know what reality we're in right now. You
1: walk all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they all kind of have strategic... Problems with this, uh, with this enclosing wall of thorns, because mm-hmm. Taco thinks to use the hole thrower, <laughs> which is great, but it's only a one foot hole, which is less great. It's
0: very,
2: which is ideal is for a certain small. person. It is quite small. small. I don't
0: yeah. think even, I mean, one foot. I don't. I That's don't about, even think Merle could I get
2: think through Carol this could, wonderful visual we have. It's about this big, you guys.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> could like stick your head through it. No, you'd be surprised like, what you can get through like honestly you can you could probably Merle could definitely get through a one foot hole
0: surrounded by thorns? he's a
2: swarthy dwarf exactly like he's he's got some bulk he is yeah small but you in got a lecture you know. but he is wide in chest if you
0: <laughs> he was small in stature and wide in chest if you <laughs> like I think if you had to squeeze through like a one foot window I fair you, you could yeah. uh you could do it but like I feel like you'd have to squeeze through those thorns. You get hurt.
2: It's the difference between squeezing through an open window and squeezing through a broken window. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> no, but see, I assume but I just assume that the hole thrower, because it was magic, that it's like a magic it's not just a hole in the thing, it's like a magic kind of tunnel, right? Oh. so like that it, oh. it, it would be smooth on the side. So you're not gonna get stabbed by the thorns. Hmm. Well, if that's, that's the case, an ideal thought, then yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just kind of always assumed that that was sort of uh, how it, the mechanics of how this imaginary magical hole works, um, <laughs> but that it was more like putting putting a, a tunnel through things rather than because it has depth. It's not just a, right. you know, so I, I don't think you would get stabbed um, by the thorns if you were going through okay. the hole. OK, but he doesn't even try to right. He just No, he doesn't. Thirsty. He's like, what yeah. if I just cast a fire spell inside this dome we're all in? <laughs> what if I just burn this cage? And that's when they get into the, the question of whether or not he can cast Mass Heal. Yes. And they, ha- they have to ramp it back. Yeah. Right, right, right. I do like Magnus's, uh new nickname, Beefy O'Burley, also, very much. I would it's like very that to good. recur.
0: That's his St. Patrick's Day name. That's when he's uh, <laughs> the leader of the St.
1: Patrick's Day Parade. Say he's the marshal of the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Chicago.
0: <laughs> Here comes Beefy Burley. It made
1: me think of, uh, what's it, um, Beef O'Brady's. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Is that, a, is that what
0: it called? <laughs> what even
1: happens next? Well, next. Suddenly they're in darkness. Oh yeah. That's what happens next. Okay. Very abruptly. Don't right.
0: And it's it. it's very cinematic in this moment and no joke my tummy <laughs> dropped at the reveal yeah. of the wheel of torture and it just you know it goes to show that there's this like this weird visceral reaction that still happens in re- in relation to the suffering game arc I think in general there's just always this like latent fear yeah. in regards to it.
1: Well and this was like really powerful imagery of this total darkness and then a wedge and then another yes. wedge. And, and you slowly sort uh-huh. of figuring out, oh, that's it's the wheel. And starting starting uh-huh. with that, I think, um, kind of taps into that like weird it, visceral reaction absolutely. that I think everybody has. Yeah. See, and I think I was the monster clapping
2: because <laughs> I kind of love that idea that, like, you never left. Like, you've been here the whole mm-hmm. time. <laughs> Super creepy,
1: and I love yeah. it. Yeah, and the audience completely like, lost it, which I'm sure I would have, too, uh-huh. if I was there. I, I'm pretty sure I heard someone yell, like, Griffin? <laughs> <laughs> From somewhere in <laughs> one of the first few rows. <laughs> like, I'm not 100% sure that that was what I heard, but it's sure what it sounded I like. hope so. And mm. if you were that person, good bless you.
0: <laughs> so, uh, we never left Wonderland.
1: Did you, did either of you think, while well, this was happening, did you assume it was an illusion Did you wonder if it was legit and they were going to erase all of the canon? Did did you think that Griffin was taking a risk this big? No, I didn't. I didn't. I hoped that it was real, um, but I didn't
2: actually believe it would be. Yeah. It would have been. There's too much.
0: It would have been an extremely bold move if that were the case. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think
1: I'm. I think I'm seeing Griffin be bolder and bolder, and it it did cross my mind to think maybe. Sure. But I, I figured he wouldn't do it with a live show with something where they were gonna, you know, because you don't want right. to. You don't want to cheapen something that you've done. Yeah. I think that's always the risk of of something really ballsy like that is that mm-hmm. you undercut the emotional value of your work, and then you can't really right. get that back. Yeah. Um, it's like a trust thing, you know, with your audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the other, with the players as well. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I did, I did like the, the split second in which I thought about it. Sure. I did. Um, yeah. That was an interesting place to be in with the story of like, oh no, what if it wasn't real? <laughs> uh-huh. What if it was a dream the whole time?
0: Magnus wakes <laughs> up and then he's like, what? And Taco's in the shower and it was all just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> what if they go
2: to the room and Merle has a snow globe and they're like, he's always just looking at that snow globe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All of these. What does he see in there, Griff? We
1: got you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they as players did not fall for this either. No, no. My next note is just those fucks. I don't know what else. <laughs> Which ones is exactly? I
2: don't know. Is it the I boys? Is the it the Edward boys? and Lydia? It could be or
1: any the of siblings. them. <laughs> I <have no> idea. <laughs>
0: I just know I had a lot of feelings right there. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) apparently. It's right there on the page. But you're right, (laughs) they don't fall for it. And um, I just gotta say, Magnus calling Lupus his sister made me so happy. Oh, it was so good. Wait, does
1: Magnus say that? Sorry. He does. He
2: calls her his sister from another mister.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was distracted by thinking, oh, no, Magnus, no, the vines are still there. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Because he he's just immediately like jumping at Edward. Um, oh, yeah. While they're still in the illusion. And I'm thinking, wait, no, you know it's an illusion. That means you oh. should know the vines are there. <laughs> that is fair. That's probably better to be focused on. Magnus was so,
2: <laughs> so in the moment. But that's it. That's that's where those fucks come from. Yeah. It is Edward and Lydia because Edward's laughing so hard. It's like, I got
0: you again. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> But then, like, if this was an animated show or something, then he does actually, like, just destroy the wall of vines with, like, one slash, which is, like, I I had a very anime mental image of this, of, like, you know, the, like, single strike Mm -hmm. with the, like, slish noise, and them just exploding for no reason. Yes. Um...
0: I like to imagine they like sliced through and like they caught fire and like burned away. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah. Either either one of those work very well. Magnus is very good at going like one eighty from goofball to badass. Absolutely, in, like six mm. seconds or less.
0: It's one of his many talents and his many attractive qualities. Yeah,
1: uh, and then they then they're gonna have to fight Pan again, but that turns into a non-issue because Reggie just blows him into oblivion with a confetti. Oh cannon. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of good mental images,
0: great job, Reggie. There's a lot of like, like you said, anime fighting happening here.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I assume there's just like this giant hit and then just confetti in the shape of pan just kind of slowly (laughs) drifts to the floor. I love that.
0: That's a great visual. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is where my note says, all caps, so many 20s. I forget who kept rolling Um,
1: them. Taco. Taco rolls a 20 on circle of death, right? That sounds right. You know, I mean, spell names can be misleading. Sure. In this case, not so much. (laughs) This one is intense. Um, and they have to do a whole lot of math to figure out how much damage it even does. Um, I like the a team lot. math event. Yeah. Yes, that was very good. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm very impressed that the audience can all do addition. Yeah. In, in under, right. under duress. It's, it's good. But yeah, and, and Taco gets that really great line in about i'm i'm so stoked to tell my sister she didn't kill you and i did (laughs) siblings also has a note that just says that fuck (laughs) yeah but they basically just sort of like they're like oh no it's fine but then they explode and then we get that really good team rocket joke um right before lydia also explodes
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: and then magnus catches their ipod but it's it's nothing but you two Oh, right, a cursed <laughs> I'm iPod. Free
0: you two. <laughs> uh,
1: and then briefly, everyone sings Enya, which I th- yeah. also enjoyed very much. <laughs> it made me think of Griffin's um, Sea of Thieves stream. His what? Um, I don't. I don't know if you guys caught Griffin. Griffin, uh, man, when was that? Like September, maybe. Griffin was streaming Sea of Thieves. Oh, um, awesome. I think it's actually gone from the internet I think that maybe the company like had it removed oh. but he he for he was just silently streaming um, sea of thieves while blasting sail away oh almost the entire time Amazing. it's not it's not just that because then at one point it was like oh wait what if bangerang? <laughs> um and there was this i was watching the stream live when this happened there's this beautiful moment where he just like he does a stunt with the ship and, and it's perfectly timed to bangerang i hope we can find it, it was yeah. it was one of his it was probably his best streaming moment of all time i think would be a safe safe oh, assessment wow okay. that's a that's a bold statement there it is yeah yeah i'll find it i'll find if somebody's got to have it still <laughs>
2: um i know the
1: original stream is no longer up but someone has saved this oh, it's oh true. Yes. nothing <laughs> dies on the internet <laughs> mm-hmm um, but yes, yeah, so so I have strong positive associations with Enya now. <laughs> well,
2: so my next note is Taco has given the best gift ever, and then I have a dash, but I don't follow up with what that gift is, and I have no memory of it. <laughs> Ladies, can you can you well, shed some light on this situation? I was stone
1: cold sober.
0: <laughs> That's a good start, yeah.
1: <laughs> they go they go back to um the the last scene, the sort of wrap up is it Istis's place where she and Pan and everybody are cleaning up um the mess. Uh huh. Um all those solo chalices. And, yeah, and Pan apologizes <laughs> and Reggie apologizes and starts crying. So then they're like, Wait, maybe we can take advantage of this. Of course. And Taco and Magnus are both trying to pitch like what they could be god of because taco's like oh wait maybe i could be the new god of parties and then (laughs) i think organizing sock drawers comes up at one point yeah (laughs) i remember that yeah but so they're like well you owe us a boon now yeah uh so there we go i remember this now because it's exactly what i
2: want oh yeah yeah
1: taco taco pitches justin for taco pitches that like if you're if you're at a party and you yawn (laughs) everybody leaves or you're (laughs) having a party everybody leaves uh and reggie's like, no. If you're at a party where you don't know anybody and there's a cat, you get to be best friends with the cat. And you can talk to the cat in real language. And I was like, that
2: is that is the gift that truly yeah. keeps on giving. I would <laughs> I would sell my sister to get that kind of a gift.
1: She would. Even if you're a party person, this is still a good boon. Oh, yeah. And if you're not, it's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, they get, you know, the sort of like total wrap up. They get sent back uh, and... All, everything's, all of the apocalypse stuff is yeah. unhappening. So, like, flip the suns back in the sky where it's supposed to be. <laughs> everything's uh, coming back to life. Everything's everything's great. Yeah. But then uh, there has to be a stinger, there's right? There's always mm-hmm. a stinger. And this one's good.
0: Because, of course, yes, they, something's falling from the sky, and it's gold, and it falls into the Felicity Wilds. How appropriate. And it's that Pandora's boombox, and our dear... Cryptic, sometimes a cat. Shopkeep, (laughs) Garfield comes upon it. And he's grinning about it.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: that and that's where we leave it. It's very ominous, (laughs) Mm -hmm. to say the least. Um so here's what I'm thinking. Do you girls think if the live shows have a finale? I mean, hopefully never, but if the day comes that it's like, okay, we're gonna wrap on balance entirely and we're wrapping the live shows too so this mm-hmm. like double finale mm-hmm. do you think there's a possibility we're ramping up to a fight against Garfield
1: that
2: was where I was headed I think that'd be super great and I think it is entirely plausible yeah
1: yeah I mean I think there's a there's a good case for this is just good story continuity because this is not the first one of the artifacts from a live show that Garfield has wound up with yeah I, I want a list yeah, I have not made a list. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I just got to go wow. back and try and make one. Um, he's got the time. But, but yeah, I mean, because you could just say it's a story continuity thing because Garfield's getting the stuff that goes in the fantasy Costco from somewhere. Yeah. So maybe he's just an opportunist.
0: And it's a fun <laughs> little bit,
1: you know, of like what happened to this artifact. But, but I also think that Griffin is good at playing the long game. Uh-huh. and I And I think whether or not he ever is going to use this, I think he is maybe stockpiling this concept yeah. to use at some point in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it, it might not necessarily even be like a, a finale of the live shows, although I also thought of that, mm-hmm. that it was going to be like a conclusion of some kind. Yeah. Um, but he could use it sooner than that. Um, it's hard to say. But yeah, I, I think it's definitely very conscious and it has something to do with something in the longer run. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued
0: to find out what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And to see what else, like, he's going to gain, like, what right. other yeah things is he going to collect?
1: Yeah, and I think that Griffin's had a lot of fun playing with, I'm trying to think of a better way to put it than loose ends, because I don't, I don't actually think stories, stories have loose ends, they're supposed to have loose ends, I don't think that not understanding, like, why Garfield had... A duplicate Magnus is actually that important sure. <laughs> in the long run. <laughs> like I I I don't think I need an answer to that question. Yeah. But I also think that a lot of the live shows have been focused around here is a thing that I didn't address uh-huh. that people have asked about a lot. And what if I play with this and find something fun, like some joke about owing a character fifteen so a character owing you fifteen dollars a month? Yeah. Why don't we bring that back? So yeah, it does make me think that um that maybe there's a, a loose thread with Garfield that he wants to use at some point in the future. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh we'll just have to find out. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to keep tuning in. <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel.
1: Uh is there anything we forgot to mention or bring up? Uh there was one bit that I thought was good that I wanna call out. Yeah. Just because Holly wrote down in my notes was get you a man who can stop the apocalypse and carve you a trash can. Hell yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, that was really all I had to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more
0: than enough. A great tip, Anne. Thank you. And in that case, it's poll time. Last time we wanted to know which bygone store you thought would still be going strong in Kepler. And the answer with the most votes was Hollywood Video. And that had 50%. So... Wow. It's a strong win. A very Mm -hmm. strong win. Thank you, everybody, for voting. And okay, this time... We want you to tell us what you do so well that you could achieve godhood. And that poll will be up over on our Twitter at RomancingZone. And that's gonna do it for us this time. We will check you all in two weeks. Till then, thank you so much for listening. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey, and I'm Ann Kern. And we've been Romancing the Zone.